Welcome to the story of writing, a look at how writers and written work made history and how they changed us too. Today is June 17th, 2023. I'm John Brown. On this day in 1579, explorer and privateer Sir Francis Drake claimed what is now Northern California for England. Calling it Nova Albion, Drake created a geopolitical ripple that ran through nearly 300 years of American history. Long before Drake's round-the-world exploration and his claim north of the Golden Gate, Spain claimed what is now Southern California. Neither European power attempted to colonize America's west coast until 1697. England and Spain were on a war footing with each other and threatened to attack the other's California holdings. Spain spent a lot of money building missions and other garrisons along the coast, but it was Mexico's independence that ended Spain's claim to California. Fast forward to the year 1846. In a 48-hour period, the west coast of the United States as we know it today was established. On June 14th, a ragtag group of armed Americans captured the Mexican general who presided over California. Their actions led to the state becoming part of the U.S. The next day, on June 15th, 1846, the U.S. Congress signed the Oregon Treaty, which established the current border of the United States Pacific Northwest and Canada's Pacific Southwest. All of this was made possible because of Drake's claim of Nova Albion. And the place where Drake and his crew came ashore is less than 50 miles from Sonoma, site of the Bear Flag Revolt that made California part of the U.S. And it was on this day in 1775 that American colonists fought the Battle of Bunker Hill, just north of Boston's Charles River. It was one of the first and one of the bloodiest battles of the American Revolution. The Patriots lost the battle, but it was against a much larger force of professional soldiers. The damage they inflicted on the British Redcoats gave the Patriots confidence that they could fight and win against the most powerful and fearsome military on earth. And it was on June 17, 1885, that the Statue of Liberty arrived in New York Harbor. The Copper Colossus is just over 151 feet or 46 meters tall. The statue was a gift from the French people marking the 100th anniversary of the U.S. Declaration of Independence and the preservation of democracy and the Union itself after ending slavery and emerging from the U.S. Civil War. The French named the statue Liberty, Enlightening the World, and they liked her so much they built smaller replicas for themselves. And it is the 51st anniversary of the Watergate break-in a team of men acting on behalf of then-president and Republican Richard Nixon broke into the Democratic National Committee headquarters located in the Watergate Hotel in Washington, D.C. They planned on putting listening devices in the Democrats' offices in order to know what the party's leaders would do in the 1972 race for president. Nixon's team was discovered and it started a series of events that revealed Nixon obstructed justice, violated constitutional rights of citizens, and abused the power of his office. And it was on this day in 2021, President Joe Biden signed the congressional bill that created Juneteenth National Independence Day. This day marks the emancipation of slaves and the end of slavery in the United States. It is also the birthday in 1882 
of Igor Stravinsky, the influential Russian pianist and composer. And let's give credit where credit is due. It was on this day in 1903 that American Ruth Graves Wakefield was born. If you don't recognize her name, you do know her contribution to the world. She created the chocolate chip cookie. And I think I speak for the whole world when I say, thank you, Ruth. Today's reading is from Senator Ed Markey, Democrat of Massachusetts, who introduced and sponsored the Juneteenth bill in the Senate. On the day it was signed into law, he wrote, We honor the indomitable warriors who have educated, advocated, and celebrated in their decades-long campaign to make Juneteenth a national holiday. This law is an important step forward for racial equality in our country. And as communities celebrate Juneteenth this weekend, it is a clarion call for us to continue the fight for true justice for black and brown Americans. We must recommit ourselves to passing substantive voting rights reform to ensure that every person's voice is heard in our electoral system. We must ensure police accountability and put an end to the cycle of brutality and murder by law enforcement. We must put economic justice, health justice, and environmental justice at the center of all our work. Creating this federal holiday is just one step in our nation's ongoing journey toward racial justice and liberation. And that is the story of writing for June 17th. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow is Paul McCartney's birthday. He wrote and performed some of the most indelible popular songs of the 20th century, including the ballad Yesterday, which seems fitting. What writing has changed you? Please let me know at storyofwriting.com. Oh,